Oh, what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. This is episode 81, Phil Kessel, of my little wrestling show where once a week, or sometimes twice a week, I go through all of the major WWE and AEW shows, give you the recap, let you know what's going on, tell you if there's any really awesome wrestling matches you go out of your way to check out, or if you should just skip the show entirely. And when we have a big week such as this week where there's a bunch of big pay-per-views, I'll do a separate episode reviewing the pay-per-views. And that's what we're doing today. I am going to be reviewing WWE's Payback and AEW's All Out. So Payback was on Saturday, so we'll start out with Payback. They were in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and they're kicking off this show in style with the Steel Cage match. Trish Stratus going up against Becky Lynch. Trish using the cage early. She torpedoes Becky headfirst into the cage. Becky gets her turn, starts smashing Trish into the cage. And Trish has this like weird like bump or something going on in her forehead. Probably, um, probably not looking very good today. Trish tries to climb out of the cage. Becky catches her and hits her with a big old power bomb. Trish pulling out the widow's peak, paying homage to Victoria. I definitely got a pop for that. Lynch pulls out a twist of fate right after, paying homage to Lita. So this is really awesome because Victoria and Lita had the first ever women's steel cage match in the WWE, so just a lovely little touch. Lynch misses a leg drop and she eats a Stratus faction, but she is able to kick out. Trish upgrades to an Avalanche Stratus faction. Holy jumping, that was awesome. Thumbs up for that. Becky's still able to kick out. Both women now fighting on top of the cage. Trish gets her leg caught up in the cage. She's like dangling. Becky brings her back inside of the cage with a superplex. Oh baby, and a big old crash. Thumbs up. Stratus trying to escape through the door. Zoe Starks runs down, tries to pull her through. Becky stops her, and then they start playing tug-of-war with Trish's body. I mean, oh, so good. Thumbs up for that. Manhandle slam from Becky. The pin is broken up by Zoe, who is just inside the cage now. Becky takes out Starks, hits a top rope manhandle slam on Trish, pins, and wins. Woo! That is going to be a tough one to top. That was a awesome opening match. Good use of the cage. Trish, I can't believe she wasn't bleeding, man. Like, she got thumped into that steel cage a bunch of times. She's got, like, a goose egg on her forehead, but no blood. The high spots were great. The superplex, manhandle slam, top rope, stratisfaction. Come on. Trish is... Oh, my God, dude. Trish Stratus is selling so good. Like, she is so... Like, she'll just throw her body out there. Like, she just goes for it. I gotta give her mad respect for her selling in this one. And it was a good competitive back-and-forth brawl. Right amount of shenanigans. We all knew that Zoe was gonna get involved a little bit. They didn't overdo it. She came out. And, yeah, it was well done. Eight and a half out of ten for the Steel Cage match. One of the best ones I've seen in a while. Trish slaps Zoe in the face. Tells her to beat it. Uh Uh-oh. Zoe, rather upset now, she closes the cage door and destroys Trish with a Z360. Oh, wow. Okay, so are they setting up Trish versus Zoe Starks next? As long as Trish Stratus is sticking around, yes, please. I mean, I am just over the moon with how good Trish Stratus has been in this little return. And yeah, if she's going to fight Zoe next, that'll be some good shit. 
We move on. It is now time for the host of Payback. It's John Cena. He arrives to hype up the Pittsburgh crowd. Cena suggests that he should be the special guest referee for LA Knight versus Miz. Yeah. The Miz arrives. He tells John Cena that he sucks. John and Miz play off of the hot crowd. Cena even brought a referee shirt. Oh boy. They play, yeah, no, it's pretty funny with the crowd. And out comes LA Knight. Yeah. Cena being John Cena, entertaining stuff right here. Just getting the crowd going. Miz having fun with it. Yeah, good shit. Thumbs up. We move into the match now. The Miz versus LA Knight. Yeah. With special guest referee, John Cena. Do, 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 do. Knight putting a whooping on the Miz. Hits a top rope leaping superplex. Miz trips up Knight. He goes face first into the table. Miz takes over. Until Knight leaps onto the barricade, nails a clothesline on Miz. Hell yeah. L.A. argues with referee John Cena. Just a little bit. There, you know, a little bit of a miscommunication. Miz blindsides Knight with a one-man shatter machine. That was pretty fuck cool. L.A. Knight swings the momentum with a mark of excellence. Does anybody remember Mark Jindrak? Well, I do. And the mark of excellence. Miz grabs the rope on the pin. John Cena catches him. They argue. Knight almost hits Cena by accident. Miz hits a skull-crushing finale. But L.A. Knight kicks out. Miz mocks John Cena. He starts to lose focus a little bit. Knight takes advantage. Hits the BFT for the W. Yeah. Strong performance from L.A. Knight. Really showing that he can have a longer match in the WWE. That was a little bit of my concern. Like, can he go for 10-15 minutes, and I think, yeah, he absolutely can. Knight showing off a variety of moves in this match, back and forth, I liked it, with some nice near-fall moments. Miz is a great partner to uh, work with LA Knight, just making him look good. And the history between Miz and Cena added some nice moments throughout this match. Crowd was all over LA Knight, of course, Cena. Uh, he was, you know, he added in a l- not very much, but it was fine. Eight, uh, seven and a half out of ten. I really like this match. Cena having a little tension with LA Knight, but they shake hands and Cena rises LA Knight's hand in victory. Yeah. We move on now to the United States Championship match. Rey Mysterio defending against Austin Theory. Theory is trying to tear off Rey Mysterio's mask. Rey is able to fight it off and hits a perfect moonsault dive. Ray goes to work hitting multiple classic Ray Mysterio moves. Of course, the Huracanas, the, the the springboard stuff. We got a 619 is avoided by Theory. He hits a huge spin-out powerbomb. Ray hits the 619 now. Theory has the knees up for the splash. Ray counters A-Town down into a roll-up, pins, and retains. My guy Ray Mysterio just getting the job done. Solid match. The beginning was pretty slow, but the back half ramped up for a nice finish. Classic Rey Mysterio moves. Theory, eh, you know, solid performer. Good stuff. Six out of ten for this match. We move on to a backstage segment with Tiffany Stratton. She makes an appearance to talk trash to Becky Lynch backstage. So Lynch tells Stratton she will see her on Tuesday. Oh, baby, are we going to see Becky Lynch back in NXT for a little bit? That's going to be awesome, so I'm looking forward to that. We move on to the undisputed tag team championship match. 
Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens defending against Finn Balor and Damian Priest in a Steel City street fight. Brawl right off of the bell. They're just going right after each other. Balor finds some Steelers towels like the football team. He tosses them down in disgust. Crowd very upset with that. That's just so freaking funny. Kevin and Sammy taking out the trash, bashing Judgment Day with trash cans. Oh, baby. Kevin rips off his shirt to reveal a Terry Funk shirt, and he and Sammy smack Finn with kendo sticks. Awesome touch right there. Thumbs up. Fight goes out into the crowd. Dom Mysterio arrives to assist Judgment Day. Kevin, a bloody mess now. Oh my goodness, some rare blood. And Sammy reappear. They're both wearing Pittsburgh Penguins jerseys. Crosby and Lemieux, that is sick. And they're also armed with hockey sticks. A hockey fight breaks out. Back in the ring, Priest hits Sammy with a falcon arrow onto a stack of chairs. Just, ugh, thumbs up. KO just hums a chair at Priest to break up the pin. I love it. Back out into the crowd again. Sammy hits a big dive off of a platform onto Judgment Day. Wow. And then Kevin, he goes crazy. He hits an insane swanton off of the railing, putting Dom through a table. Oh, oh, I'm just getting flashbacks to like old Jeff Hardy and Edge and Christian stuff. Thumbs up. Zane goes for a haluva kick on Finn, but Priest throws a trash can, hitting Sammy right in the head. Finn takes a cute tumble through a table. Haluva kick, stunner combo, pins, but J.D. McDonough out of nowhere saves Judgment Day. KO with a pop-up powerbomb on McDonough just so viciously onto the edge of the announce table. Oh my god, I think McDonough might be paralyzed. Thumbs up. Ripley out of nowhere spears Kevin Owens through the barricade. Holy crap. Zayn nails Finn with a haluva kick, but Dom smacks Zayn with a briefcase. Finn pins and no. Undisputed tag team champions. It's Finn Balor and Damian Priest. Damn, son. That was an awesome match. Train wreck of a brawl. They're going all over the arena. Some seriously brutal bumps. Like that powerbomb on JD McDonough. That was horrific. That was so gnarly. But then that cute little table bump that Finn Balor did, like the perfect table break. It was so, mm, so perfect. Near Falls had me going crazy, but in a good way. Like, I was just like, oh my God. Like, and then, oh, I love the Pittsburgh Penguins jerseys, the blood. They actually had blood in this match. Great use of weapons. Just a fantastic job from everybody involved in this match. Nine out of 10. We move on now. And we're doing a Waller effect, and uh, we're going to have Cody Rhodes come out for that. Waller being an annoying douche to Cody Rhodes, interrupting him and calling him a kid. Like, are you dumb? Cody suggests they get it on. Jay Uso, he returns, making his debut on Raw now, apparently. Waller talks some trash, then he eats a kick to the mouth from Jay. Cody Rhodes just walks away, solid segment, I guess, but... This is not something you want to have on a pay-per-view show. This is something we get to see on Raw all the time. This, is, this isn't this is pay-per-view quality, so I'm giving it a thumbs down. This, this is lame. We move on to the Women's Championship match. Rhea Ripley with Dom Dom defends against Raquel Rodriguez. Lots of strength testing between both women off the hop. Rodriguez with a slight advantage there, I guess. Rhea clocks Rodriguez in the mouth with a whippet, wicked dropkick. 
Ripley has a cut on her nose. She does like a nasty snot rocket and just blood all over the place on Rhea on the ring. Just yuck. Don't do that. Rodriguez drops Ripley on uh, an alley-oop bomb attempt. Kind of a botch right there. A little whoopsie-daisy. Rodriguez tweaks her already injured knee. Rhea starts to target the knee with a chop block. On the outside, Raquel slamming Ripley into the post, and then she just whips her violently into the barricade. I love that. Thumbs up. A beaten up Dom Dom, he makes his way to the ring trying to help out his mommy. Raquel destroys Dom with a running power slam, but she's distracted. Ripley hits a riptide, pins, and retains. Yeah, Rhea and Raquel, they're throwing some stiff strikes, but this was just a boring, predictable match overall. Nothing really going on there all that crazy. Four and a half out of ten. It was whatever. Now we got John Cena. He's dressed like Urkel now for some reason. Playing backstage interviewer. Finn and Damien get interviewed about their big win. Judgment Day brag, etc. Cena acting like your typical scared interviewer through this, though, was pretty fucking awesome. He's just like, oh, oh, geez. It's, it was weird. I, I don't know. I liked it. It was short but sweet. Thumbs up. We move now to the main event match. World Heavyweight Championship Seth Rollins defending against Shinsuke Nakamura. We got a cool short anime intro for Shinsuke's entrance. The Great Muda is also in the crowd to watch this match. Pretty cool. Now, Shinsuke wearing down the bad back of Seth, of Seth Rollins. That's the big storyline going into this. Shinsuke knows how bad Seth Rollins' back is. Seth hits a dive on Shin. Seth gets on the barricade. Nakamura just tosses him back first onto the announce table. Ouch. Shin continues the onslaught on Seth's back. Seth hits a Frankensteiner. Even that hurts his back, so everything he's doing just hurts him. And then he does a gorgeous frog splash. We've got a near fall right there. Shin goes for the King Shasa, but eats a super kick to the mouth instead. Nakamura catches Seth in a triangle lock. Seth in major trouble at this point. He manages somehow to single-arm deadlift powerbomb Shinsuke. That was spectacular. Thumbs up. Strong, strong style mode engaged. Both men trading forearm smashes. Shinsuke hits a top rope. Mishinoku driver. Wow. Shinsuke or King Shasa to the back of Seth he- Seth's head. Setting up the kill shot, but Seth collapses. Nakamura displeased, kicking the bejesus out of Rollins. Seth counters into a pedigreed, stomps Shin, pins, and retains the World Heavyweight Championship. Woo! Hell of a war right here, that's for sure. Fantastic performance from Rawling, man. He told a fantastic story in the ring with his injured back. Selling it fantastically throughout the whole entire match. It didn't matter what he did. If he did a move, it hurts him. If Shinsuke's hurting him, it it hurts, obviously. But I I really enjoyed that. Shinsuke, a rejuvenating match for him. I'm hoping he looked good, hitting hard, looking confident again. So that's good. Good pace throughout this match. I don't think they ever quite got to that top gear. I think that's mostly because of the the Seth Rollins' back storyline. So if they went really crazy and stuff, it kind of would have, like, played down the back injury so I kind of understand with that but it still had a good pace 8 out of 10 this was a great match and that is the end of the show so some things I didn't like about this show I definitely wasn't into Rhea Ripley versus Raquel just 
not very good. It was boring and slow. And obviously, we all knew that Dom Dom, someone was coming down to interfere. And I just felt there was no chance that Raquel was going to win. So it was pretty boring. And I'm not into the fact that they put a Waller effect on the show. Like, I'm fine with a segment every now and again, but they got to make it something special that you're not going to see on weekly programming we'll we'll get Grayson Waller effects all the time I feel like Cody Rhodes has already been on a Waller effect so this isn't anything special that we don't get on regular programming maybe if they put John Cena on the Grayson Waller effect it would have been a little bit better but again there's just no no reason to have that Grayson Waller effect on the show it was boring anyway I don't even like the Grayson Waller effect I think it kind of sucks and yeah, so those are the things I didn't like about the show. Other than that, man, this was a nice show. Steel Cage match out of the gate was awesome. The street fight was way better than I thought it was. I mean, I thought it was going to be good, but I love their little touches with the Penguins jerseys, the hockey fights, blood. Like, yeah. Uh, John Cena hosting, that was a nice touch. He didn't do a lot, but when he was there, he was fine. He didn't add a lot to the special guest referee thing or anything like that, but it was good. And the main event was a nice cherry on top. Wasn't my favorite match. I'm going with the street fight. That thing was awesome. But still a very good show. Open and close on a high note. You got to be good with that. It's just the middle had some low points, like I said. But overall, still a really good show. I thought 7.5 out of 10. And now it's AEW's turn. They are doing all out in Chicago. So uh, in the last episode, I talked about CM Punk getting fired and... Yeah, so he's kind of missing out on a really big weekend right here. It's in his hometown of Chicago. And yeah, so he's off the card. He's not going to be on the match. They changed it. So let's see how All Out is in Chicago. Starting out with the Zero Hour. They There's so many fucking matches on this card. They had Even, even the Zero Hour was filled to the brim with matches. Like, starting out Zero Hour with the charity battle royale we got fifty thousand dollars are on the line for the winner to donate to their selected charity tony niece wants to do some group workouts with everybody before the match instead he gets ganged up on and eliminated out of the match that was pretty funny we get down to the final four it's trent hangman brian cage and leona so cage and leona they're both in mogul embassy So Trent gets ganged up on by the Mogul Embassy. He gets eliminated. Hangman able to take out Leona. Hangman dangling from the ropes. He pulls Cage over. They're both dangling now. Page hits a dead eye on the apron and wins the charity Battle Royale. AEW, man, they love their Battle Royales. And admittedly, so do I. I love a good Battle Royale. They're always a good time. And so was this one. 7 out of 10. Later in the show, I believe uh, Hangman announced he's going to donate it to like Chicago's children, something like that. But regardless, money going to charity, I mean, $50,000 should be more. But hey, I'll, they'll take it. They'll take it. We got a trios tag match, Willow Nightingale and Sky Blue and Hikaru Shida, my bad, uh, versus Mercedes Martinez, Diamante and Athena. Oh, baby. Wicked Spider German Suplex by Martinez. Absolutely dumping Sky Blue right on her head. That was wicked. Willow charges into Mercedes. And right as Willow hits that, Athena from the heavens nails an eclipse. Oh, so happy to see that eclipse. I saw her, uh, I saw Athena live. She didn't do it and I was super sad. I thought she stopped doing it, but bam, she pulls one out right here. So I'm happy. Willow gets her revenge, pouncing Athena through the barricade. 
Willow hits Death Valley driver, Sky with the code blue, pins and wins. Bit slow at the beginning, but once it kicked into gear, it was actually a lot of fun. Bodies all over the place. Athena, a great heel performance in this, just yelling at everybody, yelling at the crowd. Fuck yeah, 7 out of 10, good shit. And then we got another trios tag team match, this one for the championships, the acclaimed with Dennis Rodman, yep, defending against Jeff Jarrett, Satnam Singh, and Jay Lethal with Karen and Sanjay Dutt. Daddy Ass demands that Aubrey come out and ref this match, that is a fantastic call, pop a bum. Later, Karen about to clock Daddy with the guitar, Aubrey catches it and scolds them. While that is going down, Rodman smashes the guitar over Lethal's head. We got the Famouser, Mic Drop, the Acclaimed, Retain. Decent match, definitely more on the entertaining side over, like, in-ring wrestling abilities and stuff like that. The Acclaimed were having a good time. Rodman, I mean, he just stood there for, like, 95% of the time. He smashed someone with a guitar. So, yeah, it was it was entertaining, I guess, but, like, 5.5 out of 10. I don't know. There's not, not much going on with this other than guitar smashes and Dennis Rodman if you're into that now we move to the main show and we're kicking off with the ring of honor tag team championship match MJF and Adam Cole baby they defend against John Silver and Alex Rendles of the Dark Order you got Evil Uno out there as well MJF getting a sportsmanship chant going shakes hands with Reynolds and then pokes him right in the eye oh Classic Three Stooges shit right there. I love it. Thumbs up. MJF appears to be hurt. Uh, His neck is all fucked up. He takes a walk. Everyone is concerned. And then the Dark Order attack. Evil Uno hits Max with a chair. The referee does not see it. MJF is taken out by medical staff as Cole is left to fight the match all by himself. Hungy hits Cole with one of those massive combos. I love it. Cole hanging on just barely. Evil Uno being super evil to Cole, taunting him. Adam escapes a wombo combo again, just barely. Finally, MJF returns. The crowd is going nuts. They're going crazy. Max with an outrageous hot tag, punching and biting the Dark Order. order. Hits them both with the kangaroo kick. Crowd's exploding. Cole hits the double clothesline to retain the titles. Wow. That was like the most 80s match. So over the top, so goofy, but I love it. And so did the crowd, man. They're just fucking going nuts. Uh, Over the top babyface performance by MJF. He just milked that crowd dry. Absolutely awesome. Dark Order, really good heel performance as well. Kind of of different for them. They're kind of heel, but yeah, I like their performance in that. Throwing literally everything that they had at Adam Cole, who was also very awesome in this match. Really silly, fun opener. Crowd was fucking white hot. Simple formula done to absolute perfection. Eight and a half out of ten. Samoa Joe comes out, ready for his match. He shoves down a battered and injured MJF. Chokes him out, the whole thing. They are separated. The crowd wants them to fight right now so bad. Champs celebrate maybe another day. So are they setting up MJF versus Samoa Joe? That would be something. So we move on to Joe's match. It's the Ring of Honor World Television Championship on the line. Samoa Joe defends against Shane Taylor. Lots of big strikes getting thrown. 
Taylor hits Joe with a nasty stunner and a big top rope splash. That doesn't put away Joe. Some more heavy striking and, and collisions. Joe catches Shane in the coquina clutch. Taylor taps out. Joe retains. Really solid big hoss match. I mean, lots of big heavy collisions, heavy strikes. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know much about Shane Taylor, but that stunner was sick, and he can hit a really nice splash. It wasn't a very long match either. Six out of ten, it was fine. We move on to the TNT Championship match. Luchasaurus with Christian defending against Darby Allen with Nick Wayne. Luchasaurus just beating the bejesus out of Darby, who's already a bloody mess. Luchasaurus places the steel steps on Darby and then walks up the steps, just crushing poor Darby underneath. I mean, oh, just scary. Darby won't stay down. He hits a big dive, but Lucha continues the onslaught, plants Darby right on his head with a really scary-looking German suplex. Allen somehow is alive at this point. He hits an avalanche code red. Luchasaurus kicks out of that. Christian threatening Darby. He has Wayne, and he's about to hit him with a concerto. Darby is all fucking distraught and and distracted. Luchasaurus goes for the kill with numerous tombstones. Darby is literally lifeless at this point. Takes a lariat too because why not? Luchasaurus finally puts an end to the massacre. Wow. I mean, a little bit too much maybe right here in this match. I mean, Luchasaurus looked like an absolute murderer. I feel like maybe I should be like... I feel kind of dirty watching this match, I guess. But definitely hit the mark for the shock factor on this one. Like... It's, I don't know, I don't, this kind of blurs the line, like, I didn't, I didn't really enjoy watching this, like, I understand what they're going for in the shock factor, but it just got, like, kind of, like, just hard to watch, like, Darby just destroying his body, like, literally just throwing himself around so recklessly, it's a little hard to watch at times, and, um... I don't know, man. I think this one, they just went a little bit too far with it for me personally. And I have a pretty good tolerance for that kind of stuff. It's just watching Darby for years now. It's just he doesn't stop doing it. And I don't know. It's hard to score this one. I think, I don't know, a 7 out of 10. Like, it's this is a tough match to score. It's more of a shock factor match, really. But uh, it was interesting. We move on. To powerhouse Hobbs and Miro. And admittedly, at this point in the show, I'm like, I'm gassed out. I'm like, I got like meat sweats going on or some shit right here. It's just too much, too many hard-hitting matches back to back to back. And there's literally like no break in between the matches. Like you can barely get up and go take a piss before the next match is starting. So we move into this match. Massive slabs of muscle meat just colliding into each other. Power everything, slams, bombs, you know it. Hobbs powers out of the camel clutch, but falls victim to it the second time, forced to tap out, Miro wins. Uh, Just exhausting power match. I mean, they're just fucking throwing everything out there, breathing heavily. It was good. It was fine. It It was a good big Hoss match. 7 out of 10. Both men show respect. They shake hands. But Hobbs attacks Miro, beating him down with a chair. Out comes Lana! Oh my goodness, it's Miro's wife. She runs down, clocks Hobbs with the chair. Hobbs about to attack Lana, but Miro saves the day. And then Lana and Miro just staring at each other. Miro leaves. He appears to be upset at Lana. So, 
interesting. I mean, we've been waiting forever for Lana to hook back up with Rusev and or Miro, whatever. And yeah, they just it yeah it kind of fell flat. Honestly, it was it was interesting. We move on. It is the TBS Championship match. Chris Statlander defending against Ruby Soho with Soraya. I have to shout out Ruby's hair. It is awesome. She's got it done up like a genie. It was tripping me out a little bit. It was really cool. Statlander with a beautiful 360 Mishinoku driver. We got a near fall right there. Soraya mouthing off with a fan very loudly. You can hear every fucking word that Soraya is saying all throughout the match. Statlander pulling out an avalanche power slam. Ruby hits a top rope detonation kick, whatever the hell she calls it somehow. I don't know how she did it. Statlander kicks out of that. Tony Storm appears from underneath the ring. She takes Ruby's spray can, distracting Ruby. Interesting. Statlander hits the Saturday Night Faba to retain the championship. Actually, a really good back and forth fight. Good job, Ruby. Soraya trash talking was actually kind of funny. She was just kind of distracting a little bit because she was so loud. But, oh, it was actually a really good match. Seven and a half at then. Now we go to the strap match. Oh, boy. So, was I don't know if CM Punk was supposed to be in a strap match. But, honestly, after watching this match, I don't know how CM Punk was supposed to be in a strap match. There's just no fucking way. Anyway, it's a strap match. Brian Danielson with Ricky the Dragon Steamboat up against Ricky Stocks. Starks is refusing to put the strap on. Instead, he goes for a run, steals a kiss from a fan, and then sneak attacks Danielson, busting him open, and then he puts the strap on. That That's some funny shit right there. Danielson getting momentum. Ricky smacks him upside the head, like, really, really hard with the strap. I'm laughing at this, but I'm also scared because Danielson is now pissed. This only upsets Brian, who now goes to town on Ricky's back and chest with the strap. And dude, it it was so... He was whapping him, like cracking him across the back so loud. Oh my god. Stark's not giving up. He is an absolute bloody mess at this point. Danielson just continues pummeling him with the strap. Like, oh, Trading nasty, really hard to watch strap shots to the face. Like, they're just like, wham, to the face. Another one. They're just trading them back and forth. Unbelievable. Big Bill gets involved. Steamboat says, nana. Danielson stomping in poor Stark's head. Chokes him out with the strap. Ricky slowly passing out. Danielson wins the match. Wow. I feel like I should go to jail after watching that match, man. That was fucking rough. That was so brutal, man. That was like watching like an old like the old days when kids would get beaten with straps man this was fucking rough insanely brutal strap match mad respect for both Ricky Starks and Danielson they just took a absolute sickening amount of punishment straps to the face to the back to the nuts you name it outstanding match I loved it nine out of ten We move on. It is Shibata and Eddie Kingston going up against Claudio and Wheeler Yuta. Kingston with a straight up karate ass chop to Yuta's face. I'm busted. This, that was so fucking funny. Just what the? Out of nowhere. It was so good. This unleashes hell. Everybody starts brawling all over the place. Shibata starts to go to work on BCC, locking in submissions, delivering and taking chops simultaneously like Oh my god, thumbs up for that. 
Eddie starts a slap war, just straight up fantastic. Thumbs up, thumbs up for that. Brawling continues. Eddie takes an uppercut. Yuta falls on him and pins, and it's over. Claudio and Yuta win, huh? Uh, that finish sucked. It was super flat. Felt like something went wrong. I don't know. It was very abrupt. Even the commentators were like, oh, it's it's over. But they did cover for it well. They're like, oh, well, it only takes three seconds, right? So, but other other than the shitty finish, it was uh, another just brutal strong style fight. Great performances all around. I love that karate chop. Seven and a half out of ten. Are you getting exhausted with strong style matches? Well, uh, open up. Here comes another one. It's Takeshka with Don Callis versus Kenny Omega. Takeshka nails a gnarly driver on Omega. Kenny just exploding with the moonsault. Lariats locks in a submission. Slap fight breaks out. I love it. Thumbs up. Takeshka doing an alley-oop. He alley-oops Kenny face first into the turnbuckle. And then a straight-up brainbuster on the floor. Like, holy shit. Thumbs up. Shida starts piling chairs on Kenny Omega on the floor. And then he just squashes him with a splash. And then a gorgeous blue thunderbomb. Probably the best thunderbomb in the business. Omega hits a poison Rana. Shida lands right on the top of his head. Both trading backflip counters like it's nothing. Like, oh, so freaking cool. Thumbs up. Vicious powerbomb V-trigger combo by Kenny. He sets up for the one-winged angel, but it is countered. Sheeta, unbelievable avalanche blue thunderbomb. Like, oh my god. Thumbs up. Takeshka hitting numerous knees to Omega. Can't keep him down until Sheeta lowers the knee pad, delivers the kill shot, picking up a massive and rare W over Kenny Omega as the stunned crowd watches on. Damn! Another incredible performance. Uh, Just so brutal. The strikes, the chops, like, oh my goodness. Amazing athleticism on display. Like, oh my god. These guys are just so... So crisp and fast, it's amazing. Two of two of some of the best. I think they're some of the best wrestlers in the world today. Just such a treat to watch them go to work. Nine out of ten, spectacular match. Now we move on. It is Bullet Club Gold versus FTR and the Young Bucks. Bucks having some fun with the Chicago fans who love slash hate them, but they're having fun with it. Everybody is brawling in the ring. FTR and the Bucks with a quad sharpshooter. Like, oh, come on now. Thumbs up. Nick Jackson flying all around the ring with ease as the Bucks start to go to work on the Bang Bang Gang. Juice takes a nasty fall off of the top rope. I hope he's okay. FTR and the Bucks work together for a superplex triple splash combo. That was awesome. Thumbs up. Dax and White have a thunderous chop-off. I mean, ugh. Dax and White might have, like, the nastiest chops in all of wrestling. And then when they go after each other, oh, I'm just in heaven. Thumbs up. Matt and Dax hit a BTE trigger together. That was cute. In all of the chaos, guns kind of out of nowhere get the pinfall. Bang, bang, gang, picking up the big W. Admittedly, I kind of missed the finish. It was just everything was going chaotic. I missed what happened. They didn't show a replay, sadly, so it is what it is. But a fantastic tag team showcase. I mean, amazing high flying by the Bucks. Stiffness on point. Again, I love when Dax and Jay White go into a chop war with each other. It's so good. 
great pace, lovely little storyline touches thrown in there as well. I feel like the Young Bucks are kind of poking fun at CM Punk for not being there in this in uh, during this match, so I think that's why the Chicago fans were kind of giving it to them. Great match, eight and a half out of ten. And now we move on to the main event match, International Championship on the line, Orange Cassidy defending against John Moxley. And boy, God, this had a big fight feel atmosphere. I mean, the whole show kind of did, but this one in particular, like it felt big. This is Orange Cassidy's first pay-per-view main event, and that is shocking. I mean, about fucking time. Let's get into this. Moxley not playing any of the Cassidy mind games. He goes right on the attack. Cassidy a bloody mess already. Moxley just continues to brutally beat down the champion. Moxley now willing to play some of the mind games with Orange. Putting his hands in the pockets. Talking shit and just throwing bombs at Cassidy. I mean, oh, so good. Thumbs up. Orange starting to fire up a little bit. Hits a tornado DDT as blood is just pouring from his head. Moxley cools him off, locking in a variety of submissions on Cassidy. We got the protective padding is removed on the outside. Orange Cassidy delivering a beach break onto the exposed concrete. Moxley somehow survives that. Cassidy throwing orange punches. Hits a spear out of nowhere. Orange is firing up. Crowd going absolutely nuts, but again, Moxley shuts it down with a couple of nasty King Kong lariats. Death Riders, still Orange Cassidy gets up. He flips off Moxley, and then a final Death Rider pins. And shockingly, new international champion, it's John Moxley. Wow, I mean, Orange Cassidy, bro, the... For me, the MVP of AEW. Absolute standing ovation for this man. Uh, Wow. An incredible war. The story that was told in the ring, man. Absolutely beautiful. Watching Orange Cassidy defend this championship over the last, like, year. Slowly watching him break down. Like, defending that championship night in, night out. Giving us great matches every single time. And it's just built up. It's just the injuries. He's so tired and worn down from consistently defending that championship. And that story was just so there in this match man it was beautiful beautifully done orange leaving everything that he had in the ring literally blood sweat and tears like congratulations to moxley i think he's the perfect man to end i think one of the greatest championship runs i have ever witnessed like orange cassidy i mean he made that championship that is probably the second highest rated championship in AEW right now. Like, that title means a lot. With a match like that, it main event the show. They're like, that's big. That's really big for the international championship. Now, what's going to happen with Orange Cassidy in the future? I hope he takes a break. Uh, take a few months off, heal up, get back. And when the time is right, when he's been gone for just the right amount of time, not too long, but don't bring him back too quick. The crowd's going to go nuts. The dude's going to be the most popular guy in the fucking company. And then you can send him off to the AEW Championship. Me personally, keep the title on Moxley. 
Orange Cassidy comes back and they re they reignite that rivalry. I don't think Orange Cassidy needs to be the AEW champion. I think he's the international champion. That's his championship. And I think when he comes back, he should be gunning to get that title back. That's what I'm hoping for. But regardless, Orange Cassidy, Moxley, an incredible performance. 10 out of 10 for this match. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. It might not hit with people if you haven't been watching Orange Cassidy throughout his entire championship run, but an outstanding match. More, much more than just a wrestling match. There's a beautiful story being told there. 10 out of 10. And that is the end of the show. So what do we think? Personally, the only thing that I really had a problem with with this show is just oversaturation way oversaturated too much wrestling and too much of the same kind of wrestling matches it's like okay we have a strong style match people beating the shit out of each other love it not not a problem really but then you have another one of those matches and then a tag team variety of that it's like okay we need like a comedy match in there maybe you should have had the acclaimed on the main card throw in an acclaimed match in the mixed in the mix of all those strong style matches it would have probably really helped for uh just a palate cleanser or something like oh like they were all such great matches but i feel like they could have been even better if it was paced out a little bit better maybe take a match or two out because there's just there's just no stop to it it's four and a half five hours straight non-stop wrestling non-stop it does not stop i could barely stop and take a shit i can't eat it's crazy it's just too much so wwe and aew i find wwe is a little bit too too um i don't know they don't put too as much effort in their pay-per-view matches there's not very many matches sometimes they have like fucking 20 minute segments in between and it's like oh you can fill this up with quality wrestling or give the, the matches more time and then AEW they're just too much it's just too many matches trying to throw in everybody that you can it's just too much you don't get an, any time to like let a match rest for a minute like let let's let the crowd talk about it let them let them let them engage let them just fucking let it rest in let it sink in for a second until like literally the the tag match at the beginning with MJF and Cole like Samoa Joe came out for his match before they're even gone like his match is basically already started it's fucking it's a little bit too compact but the wrestling without a doubt is spectacular it's amazing it's right up my alley I love this kind of wrestling but uh yeah they definitely need to work on that because that's been a consistent problem for me and a lot of their pay-per-views it's just like oh my god how have you shoved on 14 matches it's just way too much and then just kind of a gray area with Darby Allen I'm not really sure what to call it a pro oricon like like I really appreciate him like laying his body on the line like that but like when you watch the match the crowd's like silent they're not really engaged in it they're all shocked and like is that really what you want is that what the kind of reaction you're looking for just dead silence and shock like I don't know if that's really something you want it doesn't look great on tv just people kind of sitting there basically watching a man get killed I don't know how good that really is so I don't know if Darby can adjust that or that's really his gimmick so I don't know if he can adjust it or not but it's something to think about other than that man the show was awesome Orange Cassidy I mean by for me it's like without question this dude's the MVP and Moxley's like a second close place and to have these two fight for that championship was just beautiful to me 
the crowd was awesome. The wrestling was awesome. I mean, I don't think there was any duds at all on the show. I mean, even the the Zero Hour had some good shit going on in there as well. I mean, just maybe I watched this live, so it was just a lot of wrestling. And uh, something maybe if you watch it in two parts, it would be a lot more easy to digest. But I still really liked it. Eight and a half out of ten for all out my favorite match obviously the orange cassidy match but the the strap match was really freaking entertaining man there's a lot of great matches on this card we got nines we got all the takeshka kenny omega match was was dope as well there's a lot of great wrestling to uh get your hands on on this show for sure i would definitely recommend you watch it but maybe break it up into pieces if you're if you don't want to get oversaturated with all this wrestling. Other than that, it was an awesome weekend for wrestling. Uh, I mean, I'm, I mean, fuck CM Punk, honestly. Like, he missed out on a big weekend and good riddance, honestly. I, I'm happy that, you know, it's over now, hopefully. Like, it was nice that he came back. We got it over with. And then we learned that, you know, this guy just isn't made for the business anymore. He's just he can't work with people and just move on. No more CM Punk. But other than that, great week of wrestling. Hope everybody enjoyed. Let me know what your favorite matches were from All Out and All or uh, Payback. Let me know which one was your favorite. What show did you prefer? Did you prefer WWE style or did you prefer AEW style where it's just all wrestling and then WWE is more of a show like it's a little a better variety so they're definitely better at that but I enjoyed both shows I thought it was a good stuff so it's a it's a win for me this weekend and that's the show everybody thank you so much for listening you're awesome hopefully you're enjoying your long weekend and all that great stuff uh, perfect weekend to have all the wrestling I guess because we got the extra time off and uh, just a Going to be doing a big gamer cast this week. We got a versus upcoming. Should be dropping that on Wednesday. It's going to be Guitar Hero versus Rock Band. So that's going to be a big episode. So keep your eyes out and ears open for that episode. Everything gets uploaded to YouTube. So if you want to uh, drop a comment, let me know if you like the show or not. Uh, if you got suggestions for episode ideas, questions, comments, send them in. I'll read them live on the podcast. It'd be really fun. Uh, email addresses, Twitter, all the links are down in the subscription or a description box. And yeah, so thank you everybody again for listening. Enjoy your weekend and we will be back again with more GX Plus Cast.